Today on What the F*** is Hypno, what exactly is hypnosis? This and other common questions will be answered right after the- Welcome back to What the F*** is Hypno. I'm your host and hypnotist, Ben Hypnoderg. I hope you enjoy your stay. Okay, can someone please tell the production team to time that better next time? <sighs> anyway, welcome to episode one. What is hypnosis? What can it do? Can you hypnotize someone against their will? Can you... Uh, okay, okay, slow down there with your questions. I'll get to all of them eventually. But for now, let's cover the basics. What exactly is hypnosis? You see, I both love and hate answering this question, since you can ask 10 different hypnotists and get 20 different answers. So you may ask, why all the disagreement? And the answer to that, luckily, is quite simple. You see, on a personal level, hypnosis is a different experience for everyone. And on a functional level, well, the state that we call hypnosis can be obtained in many different ways. Now, now, I know I haven't given a comprehensive answer. And that's because, as I hinted at before, it's complicated. If you ask Wikipedia, hypnosis is a human condition involving focused attention, reduced peripheral awareness, and an enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion. If you look on page 26 of Dave Elman, stage performer turned hypnotherapist's book, towards the bottom you'll find an interesting sentence. He states that hypnosis is a state of mind in which the critical faculty of the human is bypassed and selective thinking established. Now, that's a bit of an earful, so let me try to phrase it in a way that makes more sense to me. Let's start with the Wikipedia one. The first statement is rather simple. Focused attention is just that. When your attention is strongly focused. Peripheral awareness is a little bit tougher. Have you ever had an experience where you're reading a good book and someone calls your name, but you're so deep in the story you don't even hear? That is an example of reduced peripheral awareness. The next statement is also a lot simpler than it sounds. Suggestion in a hypnotic sense is very similar to its meaning in regular language. For example, Hey Joe, could you grab me a coffee? <laughs> Who am I kidding? I can't afford a Joe. <laughs> but that is a good example. I asked, or suggested, for him to do something for me. But how about good old Dave? The important part here is bypassing critical faculty, so let's start there. A way I like to explain this is this. If I tell you that whenever I snap my fingers, that you'll fall flat on your face, you'd probably say, A, why is this random stranger telling me this? And B, no I won't. The reason behind this, I think, is quite interesting. Remember when you were a child and that monster lived under your bed or in your closet? I have to admit, having an unknown creature under my bed would be scary. My heart rate would go up, my muscles might tense, all the signs of a flight-or-fight response. So why doesn't this happen now as an adult? Well, we have our critical faculty to thank for that one. We know that monsters don't exist, or that nothing could fit under our bed or in our closet, or that, well, it's an unrealistic fear. Those are our critical faculties, a step above instinct and unconscious thinking able to dull or even change those emotional responses. 
Now what if, for example, those vanished? You would believe there were monsters under your bed again, or that things can disappear and reappear at will, or that when I snap my fingers, you fall over. All these irrational worries would come rushing back, and most importantly cause a real physiological response. I, myself, prefer Dave's explanation. The way I see it, simplifying it to its bare bones, hypnosis is a state of mind where, using the right techniques, anything controlled by your brain can be affected. Whether that be your emotions or even your tendencies and actions. Good. Now that we have a basic understanding of what exactly hypnosis is, let's cover some common questions. Let's start with a very common one sent in by a viewer. Is hypnosis mind control? Can you lose your will and identity? Well, you see, the short answer is no. The long answer is no. You see, let me clarify. As stated before, hypnosis is only a way to bypass the critical functions. Anything that is in your base personality can't be changed without extensive conditioning something which is out of the scope of this podcast. As a rule, you cannot hypnotize someone to do something they don't want to. Consent and a willing subject is absolutely necessary. Let's move on to another question. A viewer asked, I always see people using a swinging watch in movies and TV. There's no way that works, is there? So again, I really like this question because people are usually surprised by the response. The answer is yes, this method can work. The cool thing about hypnosis is that one can be hypnotized by just about anything. All it takes is the right wording. For example, a pendulum swinging back and forth can be made just as relaxing as imagining yourself on a beach, which is just as relaxing as being gently caressed into a trance. Another common question is one of consent. What if I can't say no? This one is very important. In a safe hypnotic setting, you will always be able to say no to anything you dislike. You should never be overly pressured or coerced into doing something that you don't like, because hypnosis is in your head, which means you have full control over the outcome. Our last question before we move on to the final segment of this episode. What are some applications of hypnosis? Can it treat X? You see, this is one of the things that fascinates me the most about hypnosis. It can often be used to treat X, Y, and Z when being used by a skilled licensed practitioner. As said before, hypnosis can affect anything your brain can control. That includes anxiety, stress, phobias, anything you can put your mind to. And with that, we are now in the final segment of today's episode. And this one comes with a disclaimer. At the end of every episode, I will do a basic hypnotic session to demonstrate what was talked about. If this concerns you, feel free to end the episode here. No hard feelings. Thank you for coming along for the ride. If you're interested in experiencing it firsthand, stick around. You may be surprised. I'd like you, for now, to take a deep breath in, hold that breath, and then let it out. 
following your own rhythm, letting each breath relax you. Each little word I say, every thought in your mind, simply letting you go deeper. It can be so natural to relax after all, you do it every night before going to bed, every day when you do something that you enjoy. To simply let go is simple. And so with this next breath, I'd like you to imagine breathing in a sense of warm, calm relaxation. Holding that in, letting it diffuse throughout your body and out, blowing away any of those negative stresses, anything that you just don't need. That's good, just like that. Now, I'd like you to switch your attention to your mind. After all, that's what we're here for, isn't it? I'd like you to imagine a light inside your head. It can be any light. A candle, a match, a flame, anything in the world that you can imagine is right. That's right, just like that. And once you imagine it, you can begin experimenting, because that light, if you're able to suspend your critical mind, <laughs> can be linked directly to your conscious mind in such a way that as it gets brighter, you become more aware, more awake, and as it goes dimmer, you can relax, letting yourself go deeper and deeper, letting you focus more on my words, letting you feel better and better. That's right. Take your time, experiment a little, see how it makes you feel. Just like that. I already bet you're already feeling quite relaxed, aren't you? Nice and deep and calm already. With your next breath, why don't you blow on that light? Dim it a little, make yourself relax. Focusing more and more on my voice, everything else fading away. All of your outside perceptions going away for the time being. Deep breath in. Hold. Now blow on that light, dim it as much as you like. Just like that. Good. With this next breath, I'd like you to extinguish it completely. Deep breath in. Hold and blow that light out. Drop deep for me, listening only to my voice, focusing only on me out. Because the deeper you go, the better you can feel and the better you feel the deeper you can go. It's a wonderful, relaxing spiral. And now that you feel this deep and relaxed, as always, all good times must come to an end. After all, this was just a taste of what hypnosis is capable of. And as such, I'll begin to bring you back up, simply and relaxed, calmly and natural, by simply counting backwards from five to zero. And when I get to zero, I'd like you to wake up feeling energized, refreshed, wonderful, a sense of well-being, as five senses returning to the world around you, four, becoming better and better, three, feeling so nice, so calm, so relaxed, two, 
knowing that that feeling will linger, that relaxed feeling will linger. One, almost there, almost up. And zero, waking up now at whatever pace you see fit. Feeling so wonderful, so calm. That's right, just like that. And that, my friend, is the power of hypnosis. The power of what it can do. How easy it is to just relax. Sadly, however, that brings us to the end of our episode on what the f*** is hypnosis. I hope I was able to answer some of your questions, and I hope to see you next time. Also, credit where credit's due. I'd like to give credit to Kevin McLeod for all the music, as well as Dusky for the sound editing and quality. Have a good one. See you next time.